In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to apologize to humanity for voting for the Antichrist Obama. I deeply apologize. I used to be a Democrat. I was blue all my life. I was also pro-choice, and I was an atheist until January 21st of 2021. I had a sudden awakening. It was, it was absolutely crazy. So I went from blue to red to MAGA, and I'm here, and I absolutely love it. Well, I want to tell you, you don't have anything to apologize for. Uh, we all make mistakes in our life, and, and, and that's where God's grace comes in. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing for me is it you is. found the Lord. It is. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I, I wrote about it on my sub stack. I, no one would believe me except my husband was there when it happened. Yeah. It, it, it happened so suddenly and so amazing. And it was just like a switch was turned on. And a memory stick was like stuck into my brain. And I just started preaching out of nowhere. It was the most insane thing ever. And my life's never been the same ever since. Two things. So what would you say to the, the folks that are out there that are still in the, you know, have scales on their eyes and are lost? And then also to people on our side that feel like people are too far gone. They have to open their hearts. They really need to start, you know, loving humanity and loving themselves. And it'll just, it'll, it'll just come to them. Like no one could tell me for almost 48 years that there was a God. I, it had to happen, you know, the way it did. And then all of a sudden I was hit with it. God was not even on my radar. I wasn't even thinking about God. I had that issue settled. And then, I mean, and then I can, I can see all the years back how God has been protecting me. I thought I was the luckiest person in the world. I really did. And then now it's like, no, I wasn't the luckiest person in the world. God was with me every step of the way. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I can't say anything other than that. Just, I just want to encourage you out there. If you feel like people are too far gone in your life, you're praying for a family member. 
just keep praying, keep at it, love them, show them, uh, don't don't hate on them, don't don't uh, disparage them, just love them, keep loving them, keep loving them, and let God do the work. Yep, uh, it's yep. just amazing. Don't hate, don't don't hate them, don't scorn them. Just they will they will come around eventually. Yeah, they will. They will come around as long as we keep projecting love. How yeah. can they resist that? Amen. Like Amen. if they walked into here, I know. How could they? How how could they hate anyone? It's how could they look, be yeah, so? You look at the media and they, they try to portray these things as hateful and all of this. I know. And you come here and it's just the exact opposite. It's like, you know, I, I kind of want to like offer people like, I will give you a thousand dollars to come here <laughs> yeah. because you will change your mind in an instant. Yeah. Like you will see, I'm here alone and no, you're everyone, not. No, you're I not. know, I, that's what I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm. I came alone, but I'm not alone. And I told that to my husband. He's like, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, honey, every single person in this place will help me if I need it. Oh, man. It's they so are good. There Boy, tell me your name again. Jeannie. 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 And God I love bless. you guys. God bless. And hi, Steve Bannon. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't tell it. you. 10 o'clock every morning. That television is on. 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's It's on. I mean, I'm absolutely obsessed with War Room. And, Ameri and America Voice. I love it. I love it. Guys, God bless you. God bless you, Jeannie. I pray a special blessing over you. Lord, Lord bless and keep her. Make your face to shine upon her. Be gracious unto her. Lift up your countenance upon her and give her your peace, Lord. Keep her in your hand and in that direction. Let her be a mighty woman for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you. I love you. All right, guys, much more, but you Thank can't get you. any better than that. Thank you. That's right. You I can't wanted get, to apologize you can't to get humanity any better for... Than that. Go ahead. Stop. You can't get any better than that. And, and God bless my brother from another mother, Ben Berkwam, for doing the Lord's work out there on his journeys uh, at work, on the ground, um, constantly, constantly spreading the gospel. It doesn't get any better than that. And I want to thank Ben, and I want to thank God for the opportunity to not only... Uh, spread the truth and the reality of what's happening in this country and around the world, but to spread the gospel so freely. Folks, for all of you out there that think that we still don't have our freedoms, we might have some of our freedoms encroached upon. We might be yelled at from the loudest megaphone, as, uh, you know, big tech and, and, and mainstream media, uh, but we still have freedom because if we didn't, we wouldn't be able to, f to be freely preaching the gospel out there just like that. And that woman's testimony, I went from blue to red and then from red to MAGA. That goes to show you there's a difference between MAGA Republicans and just regular old red Republicans. You know what I mean? So that was awesome. And then to hear her testimony of how it was like a light switch, it was just like a light switch and boom, I realized that all those times that I thought God wasn't there, God was there. And that's why every time I hear that song um, with Zach Williams and Dolly Parton, there was Dolly Parton, there was Jesus. I cry every single time because it makes me remember all of the times when I thought I was utterly alone and utterly just hopeless that God and Jesus were there, and I bawl. And what a, what a great, what a wonderful blessing it is to have Ben out there doing that on the road and bringing all of that uh, content back to people like myself. And big shout-out to him. Big shout-out to Real America's Voice News. Love those guys and have nothing but uh, good things to say about my time with them. I wanted to read you a couple emails here real quick. And one comes from a Live from America family member that's been here a long time, Ann Brink. She says, Jeremy, I had volunteered months ago to help Doug Mastriano, and when someone from his team finally got back to me, I was right in the middle of moving, and I told them, sorry, I didn't know I would be moving at the time. After listening to your morning show and now being moved as of last month, not being completely settled, but enough to make sense of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. You reminded me about the email that I had received when my life was in total chaos. So I reached back out to the woman from Doug Mastriano's team and told them that I could still help and be a poll watcher now that things have calmed down. And they were absolutely thrilled. Thank you, my friend, for reminding me that I still have time to help and hopefully make a difference. Your show was awesome. And as always, as always, please add my family to your prayer list. We're trying to buy the home that we moved into and have a lot and have hit a lot of roadblocks. 
But God has also given us the most amazing people who are fighting for us and my husband. And I pray every morning before work and thank the Lord for each and every one of them. God bless you and your family, Ann and Lou Brink. Now, I want to tell you something quick about Ann and Lou Brink. One time, Ann Brink, who's been alive from America, family member for quite some time, she was uh, accused of being a troll. And I thought she was just, at this point, I didn't know her. I just, you know, had recognized the name and I was like, oh, okay. So I joined in on the troll party. This is why we got to be careful about doing that because Ann Brink literally reached out to me and I, I don't know how I saw the message on my way home, but I did. I called her from my driveway. She was crying, brought tears to my eyes. She was like, I can't believe this happened. I love the LFA family. At that time, she needed a job. She ended up finding a job. And here she is today with time left, 36 days to slow the spread of, t- of stupidity. And Ann Brink took a, uh, took a, a cue from this morning's show that there's still time to get involved. She took those seven points, uh, seven things that she could do, and she got into action, and look at her now. Now she's going to be a poll watcher in, in Pennsylvania, helping out the Republicans, helping out truth, helping out the, 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 the process of our elections. And there's nothing better than that. God bless you so very much, Ann and Lou. Here's another one, ladies and gentlemen, from Eileen. Now, Eileen had something to say about Field of Greens. Check this out. Just wanted to drop a quick note to let you know what great customer service I received from Field of Greens. I ordered the wild berry flavor and was excited to try it Saturday. Well, unfortunately, after my first few sips, I could tell there was something artificial in it. I had a, a, a taste in my mouth with artificial sweeteners, so I did a quick search and found that they use organic stevia. I'm not a fan even of organic stevia. I reached out to them this morning and explained, uh, explained above, and they shipped out the raw option for me to try. I, told, I don't have to worry about returning the wild berry flavor either. I know this flavor will probably be harsh, but I wanted to give it a try. I am so appreciative that they were willing to remedy, remedy this so quickly. Awesome sponsor. Thank you for all you do. God bless you and your family. And of course, Eli as well. So see, ladies and gentlemen, these people that, we, that, that help fill in the gap and sponsor the show to fund the show to make sure it can go on, these people are great people. I talk to them personally before I expose you to them, and I make sure that they're never going to uh, be the kind of people to make you feel bad about calling. So great, great emails today. Great start to the show. And I want to thank, before we get to the Lord, I want to thank the donors, the online donors on uh, JeremyHarrell.com, because we have a lot of them. And I'd like to thank today Dana Christensen, Karen Powers, God bless you, Lee St. Philip, George Santaw, Melanie Gavel, Thomas Schaefer, Cynthia Walker, Cheryl Williams, Deborah Swift, Christine Shepard, and Nicole Fuentes. And I would like to give a big shout out. We had a $1,000 donor to the show. Do you know how much stress that alleviates when somebody comes, has, the, has the ability to donate that much? And I don't ever look shy even on a dollar. But to come out with $1,000, that's very hard for people to do. And David Neuschwanger donated $1,000 to the show via JeremyHerald.com, and I could not be more grateful. So thank you to every single one of you. Thank you to the Rumble Rants. Thank you to your, for your kindness and your compassion. And now it's time to get to Jesus Calling. As we wrap up the first 10 minutes of the show, here we go. October 3rd, year of our Lord, 2022. I am constantly working to transform your life. I stand ready to help you at all times. During stormy episodes, as well as times of smooth sailing, I am not only ever ever living, but also more abundantly alive than you can possibly imagine. There are no limits to my great power and glory and what it can accomplish. I can change the most hopeless situation into outright victory. Think about that. Look at all the abortion activists that we have over the, all over the world. Look at every single school, every single workplace is trying to kill babies. And we, were to overturn, and we were able to overturn Roe v. Wade this June. I mean, think about the incredible, uh, miraculous event that that was. God said, I'm able to change the most hopeless situation into outright victory. And there are more that I can explain over the last two years that we've witnessed. Just utter, utter miraculous things, folks. From Hebrews 6.19, it says, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf. He has become the high priest 
forever. Now, when we're talk- when they're talking about an anchor, it is very, very hard to have that kind of faith. I'm not going to lie. But once you do accept your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in fully and you have that faith, that faith is an anchor like you've never had before. All of a sudden, bad problems, bad situations, unlucky events, they become minuscule, mighty, uh, tiny little bumps in the road. It's truly amazing what it can do for your anxiety, your stress level, and length, uh, it can, it can uh, lengthen your life as well. And from Isaiah 49, 23, then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. And before you turn out the light tonight, no circumstance is too difficult for me. Rest in my great power and glory and trust in me. Trust, trust, trust. How many of you have been in a relationship where you cannot trust the other person? Please raise your hand in the comment section and say, I've been there. How many of you have had to, uh, have had to force yourself to try to trust somebody, but you just couldn't do it? Now, when you're in a relationship where you do not trust that other person, how bad is every day? Even if you have a good day, it's still a bad day because you have that underlying back of the, uh, you know, back of your mind uh, feeling that something is going on and something just isn't right when you don't trust. But how many of you can say that you've been in a trustworthy relationship? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. If you if you've been in a trustworthy relationship, I'm in a marriage that's very trustworthy. I have zero, zero trust issues at all, which makes my life so much easier, which makes my days so much better and which allows me to focus on God's word so much more. And that's the trust that God wants you to have in him. That kind of trust that you have uh, times 10. And then you'll know that truly nothing can harm you. Let's go to the Lord now, folks, and let's say the Lord's prayer together. Please do me a favor. Please, please share the link out to the Rumble video. And if you're on the app, just quick click the uh, share button and share out to all your direct messengers and all your messenger apps and your group. I would appreciate that. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Look at all the hands raised. Look at the $5 donations coming in on Rumble Rants. I'd like to thank everybody watching on Getter. If we could just get a quick repost, we've got about 700 people watching on Getter. All you got to do is click your phone. It'll have a little repost button. Go ahead and repost it. Like I said, every share and every repost brings about 50 eyes to the show. Now, whether they stay or not, that's, uh, that's on us and, 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 and the content, but they come. So every single share. 50, 50 more eyes. Remember that. All right, folks. We're going to get into this. Uh, we're going to get into this first and foremost section. And let me just remind you that this first and foremost section is going to be about the SCOTUS hearings today or the SCOTUS um, uh, Supreme Court of the United States uh, opening a new term today. We talked about that this morning. We do have some updates on that and none of them are really good. I'm going to tell you that right now. And the first one we're going to open up with, let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Come on, guys. Share and rumble. Here we go. First, uh, first and foremost, SCOTUS heard a lot of different appeals today. And we're going to break them down right now. The very first one is Mike Lindell's uh, um, case uh, for defamation of, character, defamation of character against Dominion and others. Uh, the Supreme Court has declined to hear my pillow CEO's Mike Lindell's defamation case. The $1.3 billion defamation suit against Mike Lindell can now proceed. Very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. But it is the truth. It is what happened, and we've got to break it down. So here we go. The Supreme Court today declined to hear my pillow CEO Mike Lindell's appeal in his defamation lawsuit against Dominion Voting Systems. The election machine company that he said rigged the 2020 election against Donald J. Trump Dominion sued Lindell over his allegations, and the $1.3 billion defamation lawsuit can now proceed because the Supreme Court declined to hear the appeal, and this was first reported by The Hill. Mike Lindell, a close ally of Donald J. Trump, has asserted that the election was stolen, which it was. He sued Dominion last year following the election company's defamation lawsuit. At the time, 
Mike Lindell claimed that Dominion weaponized the legal process and intimidated witnesses to election fraud, which we've seen video of that they did. And as part of an attempt to cover up gross security flaws in their electronic voting system, uh, they intimidated pretty much everybody that they came in contact with with major lawsuits. Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Now, the voting company also uh, is also pursuing a cases against Trump lawyers Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani for their claims that the 2020 election uh, was stolen, but the attorneys did not participate in the Lindell's appeal and Mike Lindell's appeal. So that that lawsuit can go forward now. Whether or not it's actually going to be ruled in favor of of, uh, of Dominion, we don't know. We just don't know. What we do know is that the Supreme Court declined to interfere and stop the lawsuit from happening, which means the lawsuit can now move forward. That is not good, but at the same time, it will give Mike Lindell the ability to be able to prove his case in court because of discovery. So you've got to look at it either half full or half empty. It it just depends on which way you look at it. I look at it as the Supreme Court should have intervened and said, no way, this is ridiculous. You're not going to go after the man for $1.3 billion. However, the Supreme Court does not want to get muddled up with election stuff. And that's they've shown that since November 4th of 2022, which is why it really, really, really irks me that the Supreme Court does such great things one in one week and then does such terrible things the next week. Holds themselves in such high regard, well, holds the Constitution, I should say, and the Bill of Rights in such high regard, and then the next week allows stuff like this to happen, I don't know. But again, whether you look at it glass half full or glass half, half empty, Mike Lindell will be able now to have discovery in court, and Mike Lindell will be able to spend all the money he needs to with his lawyers to prove why he made these claims. Again, he does not have to prove that the election was stolen in these court cases. All he has to prove is that he had evidence to show and proof to show why he made the claim. And if that evidence and proof holds up in court, which it should because it's truth, it's video fact, it's numbers, it's IT stuff, well then Mike Lindell should be able to get out of this. Long story short, I'm pretty dis- I'm pretty dis- uh, disappointed in the Supreme Court for not intervening. However, that's not really a bad, uh, that's not a, a win and it's not a loss. It's just uh, we're at the same place as we were. So we'll see moving forward. It would have just been nice if the Supreme Court you know, protected uh, the people that, you know, are out there doing things in the name of truth and in the name of God. Now, we're moving on to the next one. The Supreme Court will not hear a case in the Justice Department filter teams like the ones used in the Mar-a-Lago Donald Trump raid. Now, if you don't know what a filter team is, we're going to get to the nitty and gritty of that, of this story. So, let me take a drink of my coffee here real quick. FBI agents acknowledged recovering a limited number of potentially privileged materials from the Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. Now, by the way, before I get into this case, I will tell you that that whole special master, whole uh, Judge Raymond Deary, whole Judge Eileen Cannon, that stuff is all messed up. They're not. They're at a point now where there is so many documents that were taken from President Trump. There is no time frame and no timeline that we see a light at the end of the tunnel for this. And why? Because it's a wrap-up smear campaign, and that's all it ever was. It was an illegitimate raid. It was, not, it, it was not needed. It was unnecessary. It was unprecedented. But it was done for the one reason and one reason only, to make him look bad, to be able to say that he has active cases right now, active FBI raids going on, active investigations, when they're really investigating nothing. They're trying to manufacture stuff that they'll never be able to manufacture, but they win because they drag his name through the court system. And that's all they want. So just keep that in mind as we read these stories, okay? But moving forward into this specific case, SCOTUS heard today, or actually they declined to hear today, a case regarding whether the Department of Justice is able to use what they call filter teams, which were used to review evidence and determine whether it is privileged, such as the team used in the FBI's raid case of Donald Trump's home after they got back with all the documents. The justices denied a writ of certiari in a case questioning filter team protocols that allow federal officials to review documents that are uh, privileged before the status of privilege has been determined. Now, if you don't know what a writ of certiari is, a writ of certiari means that the Supreme Court was basically um, 
the, uh, somebody had requested, they put in a writ of certiorari with the Supreme Court for the Supreme Court to intervene in a lower court's active case, not even a decision that's done yet. It's just to ask the Supreme Court to intervene in it now because they have no faith in that federal appeals court for whatever it is, that for whatever reason. So that writ of certiorari was actually basically denied. Now, FBI agents reported recovering classified documents and a limited a number of potentially privileged materials from Mar-a-Lago. The uh, President Trump has used several defenses against the Department of Justice, but the most notable claim is that the FBI seized privileged materials and, and basically injected material that wasn't there. Now, in a case called Corf KLRF versus the United States, the filter team case that the Supreme Court will not hear this term, justices, uh, justice attorneys reviewed seized documents before a court responded to privilege claims on the materials. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals did not require the filter team to show that a privilege exception may have applied to the questionable documents. So long story short, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court again is failing to intervene in a case that I think they should intervene on because justice is not being served. The reason why the Supreme Court will not intervene in these cases and the reason why they're denying to hear them is because there is no official process that has been done in the lower courts that somebody is appealing to the Supreme Court. They're basically asking the Supreme Court to get involved before a judgment is made so that a judgment, so that there doesn't have to be an appeals case, and there's reasons they ask this based on X, Y, and Z, saying that, hey, they didn't do this right already, so what makes you think that we should even have to go through an appeals process to get to you in the first place? Here's why, the, here's why we think you should step in, and the Supreme Court just said we're not stepping in. Why? Because the Supreme Court is absolutely weak and politicized, and they don't want any more bad uh, bad news onto them. They don't want any more karma coming onto them. They don't want any cancel culture or any kind of threats coming onto them. So basically what it boils down to is the Supreme Court is doing a whole heck of a lot of nothing. They're not making judgments and they're not making rulings at the start of this term. They're basically just there. And that's a problem in itself. When you're just there and you're not utilizing the, uh, the power that, the seat that, we, that we give you, that the Constitution gives you, it's ridiculous. And now we hear another case. Let's move on to this next case. And the next case is this. The Supreme Court declines to hear the challenge to Biden's federal vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Again, they are declining to hear anything because they don't want to get involved. Now, one way you can take this is Well, the reason why they're declining to get involved is because they want states to figure this stuff out themselves. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. This right here, though, is not a state taking care of itself issue. This is a federal mandate for healthcare workers to have to be vaccinated or not. The SCOTUS uh, declined and turned away another appeal from Missouri and nine other states that were challenging Joe Biden's federal vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, even though everybody that has the jab continues to get the COVID uh, sickness. Isn't that weird? Weak SCOTUS. Weak SCOTUS. Last November, Joe Biden uh, imposed the federal vaccine mandate on all healthcare workers, and that affected 10.4 million people. 10.4 million people were affected by this. Some lost their jobs, some fired, whatever. And today they declined to hear the challenge to get those federal health care workers back to work or at least to get them to a place where they don't have to worry about getting jabbed with an experimental mRNA vaccine that clearly does not do the job that it was intended for. And on the first day back in session, this SCOTUS declined to hear an argument from Missouri as well as Nebraska. Here's all the states that were in on this lawsuit, by the way. Nebraska, Alaska, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, New Hampshire, thank God my state was involved, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming, opposing the COVID-19 vaccine mandate implemented by resident Corn Pop, Captain Corn Pop, the sniffer and thief, for all healthcare worker facilities that receive federal funding. So that means if you are a healthcare facility that receives federal funding, not not even employed by the federal government, then they are going to tell you you need to get the vaccine or you're not going to get the money. Same thing Michelle Obama did 
to public schools when they, when they um, decided not to let boys pee in girls' bathrooms. She withheld their lunch money. She didn't want to feed them. She wanted to starve them into compliance. This is what these people do, folks. Starve you into compliance. And, um, I want to read the end of this for you. In an unsigned opinion. Now, here's, this is what gets me about this court. This is, this is how weak they are. You ready for this? This is how weak they are. In an unsigned opinion, the court wrote, the challenges posed by a global pandemic do not allow a federal agency to exercise power that Congress has not conferred upon. So that would tell you right then and there that the Supreme Court is telling you that the federal government has no right to exercise power that Congress basically has the power to do. This should be a Congress issue, a congressional issue, not a judicial issue. That's what they're saying. Okay, that's exactly what we're saying too. But then they go on and say, but at the same time, such unprecedented circumstances provide no grounds for limiting the exercise of authorities that agencies have long recognized to have. So they're saying that even though the federal government has no right to impose this kind of a uh, authority over you, that this is a congressional authority, they're also saying at the same time that there are no circumstances, there, there, there's, uh, their circumstances provide no grounds for limiting the exercise of the power of these authorities to go ahead and do this because of the circumstances of a COVID uh, sickness that nobody knew what to do anything with. So they're saying because it was such a rare disease, there's nothing that says they can't do that. I have something, Supreme Court of the United States. How about the Constitution? How about the Constitution? How about the Bill of Rights? How about any of those founding documents? Can we just go back to that to get our answer instead of a, uh, uh, instead of a case that might have happened or might not have happened? Now I want to applaud Justice Clarence Thomas. And actually, Justice Clarence Thomas... He's going to get the Smarty Award of the day because he was one that wrote a dissent on this, and I absolutely loved what he wrote. So let's go ahead, first of all, and give him the Smarty Award of the day. Smarty Award of the day goes to Justice Clarence Thomas because in a dissent he wrote, that the case was about whether the administration has the authority to, quote, force a healthcare worker by coercing their employees to undergo a medical procedure that they do not want and they cannot undo. He said the administration had not shown convincingly that Congress gave it that authority. And he is right. Justice Clarence Thomas is right. I cannot wait until Justice Clarence Thomas, hopefully, uh, becomes chief justice and, 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 and I hope John Roberts for some reason, somehow, some way, shape or forms, um, gets justice and, and gets removed somehow. I doubt that'll ever happen, but if he did, justice Clarence Thomas would definitely be chief justice. Definitely would be chief justice. All right. before we go on to the January 6th committee, I've got to talk to you guys about all of your submissions for, uh, for EnviroCleanse. So let's get to that real quick. We have received hundreds, and I'm talking hundreds of requests to get this free EnviroCleanse. Now, we were going to give it away on Wednesday of this week and pick a winner. However, we can't do that. We can't do that no fault of our own. We can't do that because the company that ships them out was in Sarasota, Florida, I think it was, and they're and they're having a delay on getting them out in time. So we're gonna ship, we're gonna kick it back another week before so we have plenty of time to get these in. It really pains me though that I can't somehow supply one of these for everybody. It really does, because I can tell you this. Having five kids, two dogs, and living in New Hampshire, and having the pollen and the, uh, and, the, and the allergies and the asthma that we have, this thing, just like Field of Greens, have changed our life. Now, I've been telling you guys, if you want to buy one, to go to ekpure.com. Don't do that. That's an old website that I was giving you. Go to envirocleanse.com, just like you see right here. Use the promo code LFA, get 10% off. And if you don't like it or it doesn't work, you can send it back for a full money back guarantee. But those of you who have entered in to win a free one, I've read your testimonies. They're absolutely amazing. I hope and pray that each and every one of you win 
but I know that's not possible. So God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for your submissions. If you want a free Enviro cleanse and you want to re- uh, send in to get entered in, please just enter uh, email jeremy at jeremyherald.com. And all those, by the way, who've been emailing me and getting a kickback or have been trying to get your business on the America Strong page and getting it kicked back, you should be good now. We should we uh, seem to have fixed that problem. So go to EnviroCleanse, K-L-E-N-Z dot com. Use promo code L-F-A and get on the track to a better life, just like all of us are, okay? All right, here we go. Uh, as expected, the January 6th Unselect Committee, or I like to call it here on L-F-A, the Shamuary 6th. Shamuary 6th Unselect Committee, as expected, has turned up absolutely nada, nothing. Nothing that could possibly hold Trump or bar Trump away from being able to be the president of the United States again and nothing to hold him in any kind of contempt or anything to do with him whatsoever. Turned up absolutely nothing, as we knew it would. It was only a wrap-up smear campaign, just like Mar-a-Lago was. So, the January 6th committee has come out with an announcement, and you'll be pleased to announce, or to, to hear that they will not be moving forward with a final report or a final review of their report until after the midterm elections. Why? Well, because they've turned up absolutely nothing. And instead of just saying, we've turned up absolutely nothing, sorry for the inconvenience, they're going to say, we're not done yet, we have more work to do, and they're going to continue to abuse and use this power to do one thing and one thing only, abuse President Donald J. Trump and run his name through the mud even more. Quote, we're not sure what we're going to, we're not sure we're going to do any more witnesses, said Representative Benny Thompson. We have a lot of information that we have not shared with the public that wouldn't necessarily necessitate any more witnesses. Missouri Democratic Representative Benny Thompson, chairman of the unselect Shamuary 6th committee, told Just the News that members of the committee will return to Capitol Hill in the second week of October for the rescheduled public hearing, and that the final report will not be ready before the November elections. Well, how about that? Isn't that just absolutely convenient, ladies and gentlemen? The committee postponed the hearing that was originally scheduled for September of 28th, September 28th, due to the hurricane. Thompson was asked if there were any additional witnesses he wants to uh, hear from, And he said, we're not sure we're going to do any more witnesses. We've got tons of information that could be damning to President Trump. The walls are going to close in. So we don't think we need to call upon anybody else. No, no, but we know what? We're not quite done yet either. Meaning eh, we don't really have anything. So we're going to extend this just a little bit longer so that we can bring President Trump's name through the dirt even more. But the good news, if you're looking at the glass half full, as we do, then the good news is they've got nothing on him. Just like the FBI, because know this, know this. If they had anything on him that was criminally, um, that they could criminally charge him with and indict him with, and if the FBI had anything on him that they could criminally indict or charge him with, then it would already be done. It would already be done. They're not waiting for an October surprise to do that. They're not waiting for a November surprise. They're not waiting for the right time to show you that the walls have truly closed in. There is no time for that. It's not going to happen. Remember, remember, the DOJ and the FBI told you that Donald J. Trump was a threat to national security and such a threat to national security that they had to go down there and raid Mar-a-Lago because he had nuclear codes and he had detrimental national security risk information that was leaking into the hands of everybody that wanted to do harm to the United States of America. Now, the only people that I think want to do harm to the United States of America are the same exact people that ordered and orchestrated the raid on Mar-a-Lago, on President Trump. Those are the only people that I think could be hurt by what President Trump has. Seven years of zip, zada, nothing. Zip, not a nothing. Seven years of, oh, the walls are closing in. Trust me, if they had anything on President Trump, he would be locked up right now. So that's good news. And here's the other piece of good news. Donald Trump said at that rally that he will continue to fight for you. And the fight that he's going to bring is going to be bigger, stronger, bolder, and harder than ever. And he's going to fight for a very long time. Does that sound like a man who thinks that he's going to be indicted or locked up 
Somebody that said, what I'm about to bring, they don't have anything for, and I'm going to fight for a very long time. President Trump has a lot more power than I think some of you people give him credit for. He's got a lot of power, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing is going to happen because I'm a loser. they're losers. They're all losers. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. So because they're losers and they're not what they appear to be, and they're constantly trying to drag our president's name through the mud, but yet have nothing and still are going to go on with this January 6th committee. Let's go ahead and give them the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Benny Thompson, goes to Liz Cheney, goes to Adam Kinzinger, goes to Adam Schiff, goes to Jamie Raskin. Oh, that little rat Jamie Raskin, that little rat mouth Tony Fauci lookalike. Oh, ho, 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 ho. that's Tony Fauci if you went back in time. That's Jamie Raskin. Tony Fauci is... The older version of Jamie Raskin. Those two little scumbag rats. Those two little slimy swamp donkeys. I'd like to get both of them into a room and rehabilitate them for a good 24 hours, if you know what I mean. Oh, absolute losers. Oh, we've got nothing. We don't even have any report to give, so we're just going to drag it on through the midterms. Yeah. Same way you're dragging on the COVID response, uh, the emergency powers. Same way you're dragging on the COVID emergency powers so you can get more money for you failing loser. You know what's funny? Do you know what I find funny, ladies and gentlemen? Is that these loser blue states, these loser blue states and these loser blue cities, they, they, they helped orchestrate and help implement COVID rules on the entire planet. So that they could get money, money, money. It was all about money and power. And they were getting bailed out left and right with your taxpayer dollars, with my taxpayer dollars. And guess what? Not only are they not out of debt, not only are they uh, in, in, living in cities where their people are prosperous and financially stable, they've, they've taken on more debt and they're in worse position. Only a Democrat could take millions upon millions to turn into billions upon billions. Only a Democrat could have that much money and be in worse shape than they were before they got it. Think about that. Think about the utter stupidity. Think about the utter uh, utter immaturity. Think about the ignorance. Think about the ridiculousness of that statement. We get billions upon billions of dollars to save ourselves from our own crap, and we create a bigger crap hole. And we're in a worse position than we were beforehand. Only a Democrat. If you gave every single person watching this show, what do we got? 3,200 people watching on Rumble. Please share, guys. Please share on Rumble. I would appreciate that. We got 1,600 people watching over on Getter. We've got people watching on Roku and Firestick. If you gave each and every single one of us just $1 million, we could live the rest of our life and be fine. We could literally live the rest of our life and be fine off $1 million. And these people get billions upon billions and they're in the worst place than they were before. Only a dummy Democrat. These people are absolutely brain dead. They're brain farts. They are the, they are the human equivalent of a brain fart. Oh, I don't remember that. That's the Democrat. Every time you have a brain fart and you can't remember the most simplest things, that's how a Democrat thinks all day long. That's their 24-hour thought process. Brain farts. They just don't get it. They don't get the most simplest of, 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 of tasks and things to do. They don't even understand regular math, which is why they had to recreate math and call it common core math. Because they couldn't do a simple, uh, a simple times table problem of like 42 times 38. They don't know how to do it the way you and I did it, where we drop the zero down. We have another line, we drop the zero down. You know the real way to do math. So they had to create common core math because they're so brain dead stupid. So brain dead stupid. Oh, my Lanta. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Brain fart Democrats. Swamp donkey brain farts. Absolutely incredible. Anyway, two days ago I was talking. Have you guys heard me talk about my, uh, uh, a friend of mine that I've known for over 30 years who lives in Vermont. He works for the state. And because he's a white Christian male who's got his own opinions and doesn't fall into this transgender crap and all this bull that's going on, that he is literally being ostracized and tortured and, 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 and abused by the uh, Vermont DCF agency, Department of uh, Children's Services or whatever, DCFS. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, unbelievable. So 
I'm doing my best to help him through this, right? I'm giving him advice. I'm giving him legal advice based on research that I do. He's obviously got some lawyers, but he's not. He, he's, he's to the point where the state has literally beat him into submission financially, okay? Let me give you a quick update on or quick, uh, quick background story here. You're gonna, it's going to blow your mind. This man is one of the hardest working men in the world. Doesn't beat his kids. He might, he might verbally, you know, verbally uh, accost his kids when they do something wrong, but who doesn't? We all do. And matter of fact, I think a good spanking is good once in a while. Anyway, he doesn't even do that. All he did, all he did was tell them how lazy they were when they were lazy. Tell them how ridiculously stupid they were going to be, not stupid, but how, how, how unsuccessful they were going to be if they continue to be stupid. And the worst part is he said that he does not agree with their little public school transgender lives. Boom. He's not been home in nine months. He's not been home in nine months. As a matter of fact, everybody's home now but him. His children were ripped out of the home because he had a strong opposition to transgenderism and would not cave and call his daughter the name that she wanted to be called. Then his other daughter started doing it. They ripped everybody out of the house. They put everybody in foster care. Now everybody's back home. He is still not at home because DCF will not allow him to go home under the threat of taking the rest of the kids away. All because he would not allow her to be transgender. So we were having a conversation the other day. This is in Vermont. Go figure. And he said, have you heard what's going on in the Randolph Public School? Now, Randolph, Vermont is about 30 minutes from me in New Hampshire. I said, no. What happened? He says, oh, dude, you got to look this up. You got to look this up and you got to talk about this on your show. So I did that. You ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? A Vermont girls volleyball team has been banned from its own locker room after objecting to a transgender student changing clothes in front of them. That means a girls volleyball team said, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want anything dangling in here. We don't want any kind of nudeness in here from a boy. We are girls. I don't care if you call yourself transgender. We don't want you to be changing in our locker room. We are girls. And they were banned from their locker room after objecting to the transgender student changing clothes there. They were removed from the locker room just so the little transgender kid could go and have the transgender bathroom all to themselves. Yay! It's bad enough that women and young girls have to compete with men in sports nowadays. And it's even worse when they're forced to share a locker room and change with, other, with boys. The Randolph High School girls volleyball team. And ladies and gentlemen, I have no qualms with you calling the Randolph public school system. Actually, the Randolph public school system is actually called, it's a, un, it's a union, a bunch of, a bunch of school systems. Uh, I'll get the name for you. I'll even get the number for you, actually. The Randolph Public uh, High School girls volleyball team was banned from its own locker room after objecting to a trans student changing clothes in there. One student spoke out to the local news about sharing a locker room with a biological male. That girl is now facing disciplinary action. The trans student made an inappropriate comment in front of the other girls. And it was reported by WCAX, which is a huge liberal monster machine. It's a huge thing. Everybody's asking, so why aren't you allowed to be in the locker room, said Blake Allen, who, along with her fellow teammates, are currently barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls' locker room. Quote, my mom wants me to do this interview to try to make a change, Allen said. I feel like stating my opinion, that I don't want a biological man changing with me, that I should not have to be harassed and have harassment charges or bullying charges, and they should all be dropped because now she's being charged. The girls are not allowed in the locker room even for gym class now. Female students at the Vermont High School have been completely banned because of this transgender bullcrap. One of the female students said that the dispute began when the transgender male made an inappropriate comment as the volleyball team was changing in the locker room, triggering incidents between students. Yeah, you think? The outlet reported that school officials emailed parents to tell them the investigation, uh, tell them an investigation into whether the transgender student was harassed has been launched. So that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. The school is launching an investigation on the kid who was, quote, harassed, but not the transgender kid that has an elephant trunk between his legs for harassing the girls sexually inside that locker room. That's not where the investigation is. Nope, it's with the girls who raised concern. 
and disciplinary action and possible charges. I do not care for the ad between Jeremy and the blurb. So distracting. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I do. But maybe our anger should be directed towards that. That crap. Many parents are dealing with this crap across the country. Now, here's something else, folks. I want to get, by the way, that's the Randolph School District, if you want to call in Vermont. And let them have a piece of your mind. Okay? Let them have a piece of your mind. Does anybody even fight for girls anymore? Is women's rights a thing anymore? Or is that just gone now? Because I'll tell you what, everything that we ever fought for, for black people to vote, for brown people to vote, for women to have rights, the Democrat Party tried to stop back when we, uh, when we, when we, get, when we gave them those rights legally, and they're trying to stop it now. It's ridiculous, this Democratic Party. It really is. But, and I thought this number would be higher, but it's still a positive story, and another blow to Democrats, and another blow to people like Randolph School Systems, Nearly 70% of American voters, nearly 70%, that means that Republicans, Independents, and Democrats fell into this 70%, opposed child porn books in school libraries. Why is that number not higher? Why is that number not in the 90%? I'll tell you why. Because that is how many people, that's how many parents are brainwashed today. We have a business owner right in my little city. Here in New Hampshire, he owns a restaurant. Good food. Been there many times. We'll never go back. And the name of that uh, place is called The Tavern. And you want to know why we'll never go back? Because this man actually supports pedophile books in uh, schools all the way down to kindergartners and says that Ron DeSantis is a bigot for not allowing it to happen. So there's one uh, group of customers that you've lost in your town. 70% of American voters oppose child porn books in school libraries. Again, great, but why is that number not higher? Why is that number not higher? I don't know, but I think think people that that are doing these polls, I think they need to get out there and ask everyday people rather than, you know what they're doing? They're going to the cities, they're going to these Democratic cities, and that's where they're polling these people. And of course, a bunch of crazy people live there. Please share the video, folks. We've got about 10 minutes left of the show. 8212, I don't know. He says, why, or they say, why are the books still in the school? I don't know. I don't know. That's ridiculous. Yes, you're right, Victoria. It's called Orange Southwest Supervisory District. You're right. That was the name, Orange Southwest Supervisory District. And the only reason I, I knew that and I was trying to think of that name is because when I was in doing IT, I sold IT to that school district. So I know the people that run it. I know the people at the very top. And I'm going to give you guys their information tomorrow. And we're going to let them know how ridiculously stupid it was of them to do that. Now, in another poll we've got here that Republicans have finally taken congressional lead in new polls as support for Biden and the Democrats crater to new lows on the key issues. And you know what the key issues are? They're not January 6th. That's not a key issue. I'll tell you that. White supremacy is not a key issue. MAGA domestic violence is not a key issue. What's a key issue for you? Tell me in the comments section. If somebody were to ask you what you want this new election to be about, what does is, what is this new rep, uh, election represent for you? What are you going to vote for? What would be the key issues for you? Let me know in the comment sections and don't lie. Tell me the truth. I want to see exactly what the, what the key issues are. But a new Monmouth University poll shows Republicans in the driver's seat as predicted with just over a month to go for the midterm elections, the poll shows a dramatic shift as Democrats have lost their lead in the generic control of Congress, which we've been talking about for weeks. I told you it was. Plunging from 50% support in August to 44% in September. Ladies and gentlemen, Republicans are dominating Democrats among independent voters. And by the way, in these kind of polls, in these um, in these uh, these generic uh, polls of, of swaying of Congress and stuff like that. The uh, five points, six points, seven points. That is massive. That is that's huge. Usually, you see these polls having people within two points, three points. When you start reporting five and seven points going towards the Republicans nationwide, that's it's red, red. That is not red tsunami. That is Big Bang MAGA right there. 
That's Big Bang Maga. Now, I did a poll on True Social. How many of you have True Social? If you have True Social, follow me and just in the search bar put at the at sign and real Jeremy Harrell. That's how you can follow me on True Social. Follow me on True Social. I put a poll up and the poll was this. What do you expect to see come midterms? Do you expect a close race? Do you, do you expect a red wave slash tsunami? Or do you expect Big Bang MAGA? 45% said red wave or tsunami. 43% said Big Bang MAGA. And the rest, very, very little, said that it was going to be a close call. So I'd like to know where you guys stand on that. But we do take the lead, ladies and gentlemen, a, ma- a massive lead. And here's America's issues, okay, right here. Here's, here is America's priorities. Inflation. Inflation. How important is this? 82% of the people polled said inflation is very, very important or extremely important. Crime, 72%. Elections and voting, 70%. Freaking 70%? And that is polling everybody. That's polling Democrats, independents, and Republicans. And 70% say elections and voting is a top issue. 68% jobs and unemployment. 67% 67% immigration, 57% infrastructure, 56% abortion. So you see the Republic or the, the Democrats are running on abortion. They're running on, oh, the, the Republicans want to keep away everybody from a right to abortion. By the way, by the way, I'm going to show you a video here in a minute that goes to show you there is no right to an abortion and there's no right to even claim that you have a right to an abortion. But you know what? You do have a right, a right to live. You do have a right to live in the Bill of Rights. We're going to do a video about that after this. So abortion is way down. You've got inflation, crime, elections, jobs, unemployment, immigration, and and infrastructure before abortion. Then comes racial inequality, then gun control, then climate change. Climate change is way at the bottom. Nobody gives a hoot about stupid climate change. And at the very bottom, student debt loan. That rounds it out, ladies and gentlemen. That rounds it out right there. Now let's bring up... um, I'm going to bring up this video, and I want to show you. This video is absolutely phenomenal. Big shout-out to the War Room. This video is absolutely f- phenomenal. I want, to do a, I want to bring up my profile on Getter, and I want to go back and play this video for you, and I want to do a side-by-side here. This video is absolutely phenomenal, and it hit the nail right on the head. Hit the nail on the head. There it is. Okay. Bring this up side-by-side. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Check this out. To use this last session week before the elections as an opportunity to campaign on killing innocent unborn children. Dr. Verma. Recently, gubernatorial nominee Stacey Abrams stated, and I quote, there is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound. There is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound. So let me ask you, is a heartbeat at six weeks a manufactured sound? A yes or no will suffice. So I want to start by... A yes or no will suffice, ma'am. Is, is, do I need to repeat the question? I'd love to answer your question, but like so many things in medicine, it's complex. I I don't believe it's complex, ma'am. It's a pretty simple question. Yes or no? Again, I'd love to answer your question. I need um, a little bit of time to do so because... Okay, all right. I just, okay, you're not going to answer my question. Uh, Let's talk about biology. And let's just keep it real simple. Just two yes or no questions. Dr. Kumar, can biological men become pregnant and give birth? Um, so men can have pregnancies, especially trans men. Uh, so, so can biological men become pregnant and give birth? This is me okay. asking a question I'm answering and you question. answering. I'm asking the question, sir, not you. Right, and I'm answering the question. Somebody with a uterus may have the capability of becoming pregnant, whether they're a woman or a man. That doesn't make uh, okay, a difference. Okay, we're done. Not we're every done. person with this a uterus. This isn't complicated. The there are biological differences between men and women. Can't believe it's necessary to say this, but men cannot get pregnant and cannot give birth, regardless of how they identify themselves. How many abortions have you performed in your lifetime? If I can answer your No, question. no, no. How many abortions have you performed in your lifetime? Likely thousands. Likely thousands. Thousands. Okay. Dr. Bhava Kumar normally performs between 20 to 30 abortions a day. A day. You said, quote, abortion bans are inherently racist inherently classist and fundamentally part of the white supremacy agenda. How do you rationalize working for Planned Parenthood, an organization founded by Margaret Sanger? Margaret Sanger's entire focus was to decimate communities of color through abortion to eliminate their future generations. So as a doctor yourself, do you believe you have terminated enough unborn babies to justify Margaret Sanger's beliefs and your continuance of her legacy? This is unconscionable. This is inexcusable. I'm thankful it is now criminal, and I look forward to the day when life is again respected across our entire nation. 
I'd like to ask for unanimous consent to submit a copy of the United States Constitution, which does not, and I repeat, does not include a constitutional right to abortion. The word abortion doesn't even exist in it. And I would also like to submit for the record the Declaration of Independence, which highlights the inalienable right to life. Woo! Woo! Drop that hammer, baby! Drop that hammer! I'd like to, I would like, I can't believe I have to do this, but I'd like to submit a copy of the Constitution that does not, and I repeat, does not give a right to an abortion. And as a matter of fact, the abortion isn't even, the word isn't even in there. But I would also like to submit the Bill of Rights that does give you a right to life. Nobody had anything to say about that. That scumbag doctor kills 30 babies a day. You see him sitting there all smug. I'd like to drag him out by his hair and show him a little bit of the pain. A little bit of the pain that those babies that he dismembers and murders feel inside that womb, you scumbag. And God will have justice. He will administer justice on you. God will administer justice on you, you sick, sick individuals. So, going by that list of priorities that Republicans, Democrats, and Independents were asked, the, 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 the issues that the Democrats are running on are so low on people's priorities that they're not even thought of. So when you ask yourself, how are we going to win the midterms, especially if they're going to be out there trying to cheat, the same way we won Arizona, the same way we won Virginia, that is having our boots on the ground, having our ducks in a row, and overwhelming the voting system. Overwhelming it. That means there's too much to handle. There's no way we can stop this at this point. Flood them. Flood them. Red wave means flood. Red tsunamis means destruction. And then a Big Bang MAGA means that we don't see a Democratic Party as a viable institution in this political realm for years. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we need to do. Overwhelm, overwhelm, overwhelm. Now, I'd like to end the show with two two pieces of news that I think you do, do need to see. And one, that's Cash Patel. Ladies and gentlemen, Cash Patel sent a warning shot to the FBI, basically telling the FBI, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not trip out because Trump is telling you why. I want to play this video, this, this, um, I want to play this video from Cash Patel if we can pull this up. Now, what you're going to hear Cash Patel talk about is what he knows is going on on that seventh floor of the FBI building, the things that he knows that's going on, the sexually lewd acts that the FBI is complicit in on the seventh floor of that FBI building. But even better, even better, ladies and gentlemen, he sends a warning shot to the FBI. And I think this warning shot is almost subliminal meaning what Trump has on you, just wait. And I cannot wait until that footage is put out by President Trump, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait until that FBI footage is put out by President Trump. But in the meantime, listen to Cash Patel here. You know, conclude on the whistleblower stuff, but we'll stay on it. And um, I think it's going to be, you know, just an explosive topic. I don't think you've seen any real damaging information Yet. And that's scary, right? Because to me, this is very damaging. But when you put it in perspective, you're going to see so much worse information. One of the other whistleblowers that came forward was on Dan, Jump, Dan Bongino's show is that he literally said, wait till you see the acts of sexual complicity that the seventh floor at the FBI was engaging during this entire time. And I was the guy that exposed, you know, the Lisa Page, Peter Strzok thing, because I know how that organization at that level with the politi- political operatives work. So there's a lot more coming. There's a lot more coming. When you have somebody like Cash Patel, who worked as a special advisor to President Donald J. Trump, Aeropink says, clean up on aisle seven. I agree. Let's have a clean up on aisle. Let's have a clean up on aisle seven. All right. Let's make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we play stuff like this. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Cash Patel firing shots saying much more to come. If you're, if you're living in the wake of this illegitimate, illegitimate FBI right now and you're Cash Patel and you're Donald Trump and you're looking at a camera and you're saying, be careful of what's coming. Be careful because we've got stuff on you that's going to shock the world, basically. It lets me know that what President Trump has on them only corroborates the story or at least is connected to the story that Cash Patel just told. And the... The wrongful acts, we'll call them, by the FBI is about to be exposed. 
And if anybody could do it, it's President Donald J. Trump. Now, does anybody know what we are experiencing, what we're in right now? We're in a one-year anniversary. Does anybody know what it is? Can anybody in the comments section, by the way, we don't have a thousand rumbles yet. We need you guys to rumble, rumble, rumble. We need 200 rumbles before I finish. And that's in less than three minutes. How many of you can get your little fingers working in that fast? We need 200 rumbles in less than three minutes. Who's got it? Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what are we on the anniversary of right now? We are, we are the one-year anniversary of Let's Go Brandon. How many people remember the Let's Go Brandon chants that were all going on all over the country starting last year today? The anniversary, maybe it was today or was it yesterday? It was either today or yesterday, the anniversary of Let's Go Brandon because of that stupid reporter at that NASCAR game. But this is what it sparked all the way across the world. Check this out. That was a year ago, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go, Brandon. But that wasn't all. It really started blowing up at the football games where there were tens, hundreds of thousands of people watching there and in the stands and in the parking lot. Millions around the world heard it all Let's day. Go, Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> One year ago, let's go, Brandon. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, that is going to do it for live from America. But before we go, before we go, we've got to talk about the store because we do have new items on the store. Can we go to jeremyherald.com? There it is. Let's put it up side by side. Ladies and gentlemen, if Jesus was calling your phone, if you looked at your phone and it said Jesus calling, my question is, would you answer it or would you decline? Because Jesus calls you every day. The question is, do you answer or do you decline? That is the brand new shirt on JeremyHarrell.com. Unisex sizes only for right now. Only one color. Jesus is calling. Will you answer or will you decline? That is the question. Go there now, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, if you spend 100 bucks, you get a free LFA t-shirt. You spend 200 bucks, you get a uh, sweatshirt. And if you spend $300 for Christmas season, Then you get a free 11 by 17 hand-carved $200 value armor of God, wooden plaque, beautiful, beautiful gift to give away to somebody. Remember, that's JeremyHarrell.com, and also check out LFATV.us. And if I could ask you one more favor, whose birthday is it? Whose birthday is it? We had a birthday I didn't see. We got to sing happy birthday to somebody. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, check out LFATV.us and please go back and rumble the other videos. If all of the same people that rumble my videos rumble the uh, the morning shows, uh, Loud Majority, Unafraid, and uh, It's My Turn, we could take over the top 10 and we could own rumble. So if you guys could remember, please do that. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you can or will ever be prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, and um, whoa, excuse me there. I just want to tell you guys, I'm so very proud to be with you every single day, especially on Mondays. And I want to tell you, I cannot wait to see you in the morning. I am gone Thursday and Friday of this week. We have Anna Perez filling in on my morning show and we have Heather Mullins filling in on my night show. So we got a heck of a week lined up for you. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. That will-